The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Neve Hodnett is with me now, though, in studio. She is Ireland's online safety commissioner. Uh, Neve, thanks a million for joining us. I know a big day on Tuesday. It's yes, Kieran. Thanks for having me on Tuesday. It's Safer Internet Day. So, what is Safer Internet Day about? So this is Commission Naman and my first Safer Internet Day. And Safer Internet Day on Tuesday is a global initiative to promote a safer internet for us all. Um, in Ireland, it's coordinated by the Irish Safer Internet Centre, which is a partnership between Webwise, the Irish Society for Protection of Cruelty to Children, Nationals Parents Council and Hotline.ie. So in your role then as Online Safety Commissioner, what can you do and what have you been doing to make the internet a safer place? So in relation to Safer Internet Day specifically, we're supporting the campaign and the theme for tech in our world. And I'm speaking at an event organised by Webwise on Tuesday, where I'll have be attending a youth panel where it's an Ask Me Anything theme from the youth panel who will be raising with us the things they'd like to see changed in the online safety space. And this very much identifies with our own work. So we were set up in March of last year um, and the main project I've been focusing on is developing an online safety code to try and reduce harmful and illegal content online and also designating the services for regulation. We also have other online safety regulatory tools as well in our framework, including the Digital Services Act, Mm. and that will be directly applicable from later this month and the Terrorism Content Online Regulation, where we're also um, the competent authority since the end of November. So this code, what type of problems will that deal with? The types of harmful content that we want to cover in our code include things like cyberbullying, promoting self-harm or suicide, promoting eating or feeding disorders, and also illegal content such as child sex abuse material, incitement to hatred or violence on grounds of a range of characteristics, terrorism, racism and xenophobia. In addition, the Digital Service Act covers all types of illegal content online. So those harmful things that anybody listening would be kind of in full agreement with you that we need as much as we can to kind of remove them from the online space or remove children's access to this type of information. Um, Is it a voluntary code? No, this will be a binding code, Kieran. So it's very important to for the listeners and for us all to understand that the era of self-regulation is over and now we're looking at putting effective regulatory building blocks in place. So the code will be a binding code, binding on those platforms that we designated at the end of last year, the video sharing platform services. And failure to comply with the code can lead to significant financial sanctions, up to 10% of relevant turnover um, or uh, 21, whichever is the greater. Um, However, we also have significant powers under the Digital Services Act. So that will begin to apply from Mm. um, later this month as well. From the 17th of February, we become the Digital Service Coordinator. And we've stood up a new enforcement supervision team within Commission Demand that will be fully active from that date, from the 17th of February. Has that been one of the criticisms thus far? Is that it has been a case of self-regulation or that, you know, people tasked with the job that you're now tasked with effectively were kind of toothless. Um, I I think what we're we're definitely seeking to achieve is that self-regulation it has brought about some benefits. I don't want to say there's been no work done by the platforms. They have all, in their own ways, have trust and safety teams and they do a lot of great work in the space. But we've seen that self-regulation alone hasn't been enough to remove the harmful and illegal content online. So with this move to effective regulation and this move um, to put the basic regulatory building blocks in place, which we're now doing, mm. then the platforms can be held to account. And so when, for example, somebody flags illegal content and they raise an issue with the platform on it and if nothing is done, 
done in relation to that, then they can now come to us and we'll be holding the platforms to account. But but so is the obligation on the platform then to deal with these when they are brought to their attention rather than try to stop them at source? Yes, there's no um, general monitoring obligation on the platforms. So That's kind of a shortcoming, isn't it? I mean, you're, we're kind of, we're seeking justice after the bullying has happened rather than stopping it in the first place. I suppose it goes to the point of why it is so important to flag harmful and illegal content. So once it's, it's more flagged, important to stop it, though. Um, well, we're regulating the platforms rather than the behaviour of the individuals concerned. Does that make sense? So it's the platforms... No, I, I understand that the TikTok or Twitter or whoever it happens to be can't stop Kieran Cudahy uh, kind of wanting to post harmful content. But surely, given the technology that's at their disposal, they could be obligated to put in place mechanisms that create a barrier between me and posting that harmful content, as opposed to letting it kind of um, out into the wilderness and then trying to recapture it. Well, what we're doing in the Code and with the Digital Services Act is where content is prohibited by the terms and conditions of the platform or where it is illegal, then in those instances, the platforms have to be applying their terms and conditions. And so our enforcement and supervision team that we're standing up later this month will be investigating and supervising the platforms to see if they are complying with their terms and conditions and to see if they're applying those terms and conditions to ensure that posters users aren't uploading illegal or harmful content. But is the metric for success in terms of this code, is it going to be that these platforms then respond rapidly once the problem is identified? Yes, the obligation under the Digital Services Act is that they will respond. I mean, would you prefer if the obligation was a more onerous one? The obligation is that they would respond in a timely and diligent fashion. And that can vary in respect of the type of content. So, for example, with terrorist content online, the response time will be one hour with child sex abuse materials up to 24 hours. Um, and we will be holding the tech platforms to account and we'll be requiring them to report to us proactively on how they're dealing with complaints mm. and the timelines they're using for complaints. And we'll be continuing to monitor that to see if but they're complying. And again, listen, I, I appreciate kind of the, the, that we're in kind of terra nova here and there's a kind of a difficulty and and the technology despite how advanced it is uh, it's not straightforward if it was they'd all be blocking this harmful content in the morning at the same time I mean even to be up online for several hours allows massive proliferation it's the way this thing works you know what I mean some child in the bedroom reading kind of uh, uh, these awful messages uh, about them I, I would wager they get very little solace from the idea that in 24 hours X is going to have to do something about it or the online safety regulator might find them. Um, I, I do appreciate... Sure, the, 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 in terms of trying to make the internet a safer space, that chi- for that child, it's no safer knowing that the platform might be fined at some point in the future. Yeah, so I suppose the regulation fines are only one part of our, our, our armour in this regard. And we're trying to get the message out as well to people that, and I know there could be fatigue in flagging content, but it's very important to spot it, flag it, stop it, because then we can be on the pitch and then we can hold the platforms to account. Um, and we will be monitoring to see how they do comply with the rules. There's also a role of education in relation to this. And WebWise, for example, as part of Safer Internet Day, are providing great resources to children, their parents and guardians. And on our website, we also have resources that you can go to for support or to guide you with how to raise an issue as well. Mm. And we're opening a contact centre later this month as well where parents or children can go as well to raise queries or issues. And we will then look into those complaints and we'll be monitoring the platforms to see on a systemic level, at a systems level, if they are doing what they should be doing to reduce illegal and harmful content. Um, I'd imagine 
that there are times kind of in this field that it feels like you're a little bit like kind of the Dutch boy with his finger in the dam, uh, you know, given just the scale of the problem uh, uh, and the number of platforms there are. We were talking earlier in the week about bullying. We were talking about kind of pornography, very harmful pornography uh, that children are accessing. In in the light of Brianna Jay uh, and the conviction today, we were talking a little bit about really harmful content and, and one person got in touch to say, I can watch people being killed on Reddit. You don't even need to go on the dark web. It is far too easy. I mean, have you got the resources at your disposal to, to deal with this onslaught of unsavoury and unwelcome information that's available? Um, we were originally established last March as Commission Amana. At that point in time, we had 40 staff. We've since then more than doubled and we're aiming to be 160 by the summer. Um, we're not alone in this space. It's very important to note the internet knows no boundaries, so it's the same for regulation. And it's very important that we stand as a wall of regulators. So we're also marking Safer Internet Day with the Global Online Safety Regulators Network, of which we're part. We're part of various different European networks as well. We're part of the Digital Services Coordinators, where together with the European Commission, we um, are responsible for enforcing the Digital Services Act in Ireland. So we're not alone in this space. We have our local regulatory authorities in all EU member states working together and indeed globally as part of the Global Online Safety Regulations Network too. So I do think the needle is moving now mm. in a safer direction. And what platforms have you the power to apply this code to? Because we would have seen, say, in the wake of Dublin riots, I know you would have got in contact with a lot of the big platforms and said, listen, there's an awful lot of kind of harmful information out there, misinformation, disinformation swirling around. Please do what you can to take it down and you know, there's kind of a story about how quick they were uh, about doing that. But the other element of it is that a huge amount of this was happening on Telegram in mm-hmm. particular. Um, I mean, have you the power to regulate any online platform that has a presence in Ireland or that people in Ireland have access to? How does that work? We regulate the platforms that are established in Ireland, so established in the state. So if a platform is not established in Ireland, then we don't regulate it. But we can link out to partner regulators, as I said, in other EU member states or globally as part of our various networks to link into them to raise issues in relation to what we're seeing in those platforms that are having an impact in Ireland. So we do all work in that way um, collaboratively. In the platforms that are based in Ireland are, are the ones that will be subject to online safety code. We designated 10 of those at the end of last year. And then in relation to the Digital Services Act, it's uh, a large group of intermediary services are subject to the Digital Services Act, okay. including very large online platforms and search engines. So you've got this big day then on Tuesday, yeah. uh, Safer Internet uh, Day. You've got the code. When is it that you would hope the code will be up and running? Enforceable. So the consultation on the online safety code closed on Wednesday of this okay. week. We received 1,300 submissions to that. Um, so we'll be reviewing those and then taking those into account to see what changes we make to the code in light of those. We also consulted with our Youth Advisory Committee, which we stood up as well, um, in relation to the code, just to hear from young people and yeah. digital natives as to what we should be doing in this space. Um, we then have to engage in a process with the European Commission and that process takes a number of months um, in relation to the code. So that, that a notification process with the European Commission takes a further three, four months. So later this year, certainly okay. towards the end of the summer. Well, listen, we wish you well with it, Neve. Thanks a million for coming into studio. Neve Hodnett is Ireland's online safety commissioner. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from four on News Talk.